Your vision for the year ahead can be consciously created or you can let your unconscious take over. It's really your choice. So what do you want? What do you want to do? If you're ready to learn more about consciously creating your vision, then keep listening. Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist. And you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Enlightened Heart Podcast. And I am going to talk to you today about your vision and why it's important, and especially as a highly sensitive person or empath. So I've seen a lot on social media, and I've heard from people that last year, 2020, was a wasted year, that their planner that they purchased, they wanted to just throw it away their vision boards, you know, choking it in the garbage. All of that was a waste of time because the year and what they wanted, none of it happened and it didn't happen the way that they wanted. And so first, I think that that way of looking at a vision, even a vision board can lead to often disappointment, which is why people often think that they're a waste of time, right? And so what I want to talk about today is why a vision is important, right? And so we can get stuck on the actual process of creating a vision board, for instance. And actually, that is just one way that you can connect with your vision. So I want to be clear about that, that this podcast is not about a vision board per se. It's more about your vision and, you know, the ways that you can connect with that vision so that you can take the steps to move forward in that direction, okay? So first, I want to talk about last year. So as you may have heard, that last year was a pretty special year. So as a spiritual person and believes in energy and the impact of energy on us, I also do follow astrology and multiple astrologers. And, you know, I take take and read and watch videos and attend, you know, whatever I can, webinars. And what I've learned about last year is that it was full of all kinds of energy. It was full of retrogrades. There was a conjunction in December, um, eclipses. So there were lots of things that impacted the energy of last year. And even if you don't believe in astrology, you know that last year was intense, okay? So some of the things that I've been reading have been that, you know, these eclipses represent sudden changes, endings, beginnings, revelations that align us with our fate. The eclipse cycle um, that happened was the Cancer Capricorn axis that began in the summer of 2018 and ended last July 4th. And, you know, one of the astrologers said that this hit us personally uh, close to home on a personal and collective level you know, especially with dealings of security, safety, comfort zones, traditions, and relationship to authority. 
much more. Okay. So if you want to read more about that, I've, I'm going to, I have a couple of links in the show notes, just a few, just two of what I think is a good summary of that. Okay. Like I said, if you don't follow astrology, you know that a lot of stuff is happening. And one of the things that has happened last year is things that you could probably ignore are rising to the surface. So maybe those things are at home, in your health, in your relationship, in how you function in the world, what your work is in the world, right? There could be so many ways that this is showing up. So things about there that you were just kind of busyness and just moving and you know, just functioning at surface level, then now that this year most likely was not possible. You know, it was not possible to function that way. You had to stop doing the things that you normally do. You had to see things in a different way. You had to shift relationships and how you show up in them. You had to shift your work. A lot of people lost their work. Some people lost their businesses. Lots of people have had to pivot their businesses. So there's been so much that's changed and not even mentioning the impact of the pandemic and all the death that's happened and the social justice movement and all that stuff that was underneath the surface for some and for others, it was very much their reality. Okay. That coming more to light. So all these pieces, right? All these pieces. And sometimes as an empath and HSP can feel so overwhelming because you don't know where to begin and you're not sure what to do. And it can be easy to fall into the trap of numbing, hiding, and, you know, not doing anything and and just saying, you know what, I just can't handle the energy that's happening around me. I'm just going to process that. I'm going to soothe myself. I'm going to do what I need so that I can just deal. Okay. So I'm not saying don't deal with the energy, don't process the energy. In fact, that's vital for your well being. And a lot of the doing that we were engaging in doesn't need to happen, right? A lot of the doing that we spent our time um, on was really just almost like a hamster wheel that we just kept doing because that's what we always did. Okay. So this is an invitation for you. If you have been numbing, if you have been just saying like, I'm not going to do anything, I'm just going to process this to step a little bit beyond that, of course, give yourself the gift of processing what is happening, but processing and numbing is not the same thing. Okay. So actively processing, working with someone a professional to talk about what's happening you know, working through this, through uh, journaling, you know, doing many different practices that you can have and take in order to process what's happening. Okay. So that is vital. And what you are usually used to getting done, checking off your list is not going to happen this year. Okay. It's not going to be the same. You know, some people have this idea that when the new year happens, 2020 to 2021, everything is just going to be okay. Obviously that didn't happen. Okay. And that's not how things work. So there's still a lot that needs to be dealt with a lot of things that we need to work through and a lot of steps that need to be taken. You have a choice to use this time to your advantage, to use this time to process what's going on and to use this time as a way 
to move forward into who you are and what you want next in your life. Or you can numb and just get through it and wait till things return to the way they were before, which I don't think they ever will exactly be the way they were before. So it's your choice. So if you're choosing consciously, which is why you're listening to this podcast, I want to start with how you can uncover more of that vision of what you want. So I, you know, when I work with clients, I have visualizations that I provide, we work through it together. And since we can't do that uh, on a podcast, I am going to recommend a journaling exercise. And I love journaling. If you follow me and if you've read any of my blogs, if you've listened to any of my videos, journaling is something that I find very therapeutic and is a tool that can help you uncover the subconscious and your inner thoughts. Okay. And so I believe journaling pen to paper is very different than typing. So I would love for you to take pen to paper or pencil to paper and ask yourself this question. What do I want? What do I really want this year and beyond? And if you're still not sure, when you hear those questions, if, if hearing those questions brings up some anxiety, then start with what you don't want. What is it that you don't want this year? What is it that you don't want in your life anymore? Okay. And then from there, go into what you want. Okay. So when you're doing this exercise, you just get a piece of paper and write it down right now. I actually recommend before you actually do this, you do what you can to ground and be present with the exercise. So some of the things you could do before is maybe take a walk outside. If you live in a place that you can do that. And with, when you'd go for a walk, you're setting the intention to move the energy and to clarify what you need, right? And so you're walking and you're using that movement to move the energy. And when you come and you sit down and you do it, or you can do a visualization or a meditation before, right? And, and then if you're sitting down and you're writing and it's not coming, give yourself time. Maybe it's not meant to come today. Come back to this, right? When you force things like that, they're usually out of alignment. It's usually because uh, you're putting things down that you think that you should put there. Okay. So I want this to come from you, from your inner being. What does you want? What does your soul want? Okay. So from there, then you start to work with that vision. Okay. So maybe when you write what you want in your vision, there's aspects of change you want in your relationship, maybe in your business, in your career, maybe you've always wanted to start a business, but just were always afraid and you didn't want to do it. Maybe now's the time to do that. But before, before you take any steps, I want you to now ask yourself, why? Why do you want this? Why do you want this in your life? What are you hoping having this will bring to you? How do you think this will help you feel? And as you write the answers to those questions, the truth is that is what you need and that is what you want. You want the feeling. You want to feel that way. And your, your sense is like, oh, if I get this, then, then I'm going to feel happy, right? If I do this, then I'm going to feel fulfilled. 
right? So what I'm asking you to do is focus on that. I'm like, what is it that you want to feel? Yes, you have the vision of what you want to create in your life. And then also, why do you want it and how you want to feel? Okay. And so when people talked about throwing away their vision boards from last year, I really, you know, challenge that, right? And challenge and say, hey, what on your vision board did you want to feel? Why did you put that image on your vision board? Now, if you threw away and didn't pay attention to it and didn't engage with it, I'm not saying that it's it came into fruition, right? So I'm not of the belief in just creating a vision board and putting it away in a drawer. So from there, once you are clear, have a clear picture of your vision, you know why you want it, you know where you want to feel, then choose how to work with this vision, right? So then, you know, I mentioned vision boards because that's one of the ways that I like to do it. So vision, dream board, mood board, you can take a paper, create that from paper and magazines. You can use so many, there's so many things online now. There's apps to create vision boards. You could use Canva if you use Canva. Do whatever feels fun, okay? And if you've always done it a certain way, maybe this is the year to shake it up a little bit, right? So if that doesn't sound fun to you, if that sounds like a chore, maybe you just write it down, write words on a piece of paper. Or maybe you like, you're creative and you draw things. Draw the, the feeling, the vision on a piece of paper. So choose a way to engage with your vision so that it can be with your subconscious mind. So visions, visualizations, images, those have access to your subconscious mind more than words. But if words call out to you more than do that, right? So vision board is a way to stay connected to what you truly want. And so the vision board needs to be put up. Your vision, if you write it down, whatever you draw, I need you to have it where you can see it every day. I want you to look at it when you're making decisions in your life. Okay. It's not just there to do and put in a drawer. So the visual representation activates your subconscious mind on a regular basis. You know, the estimation is that 80 to 90% of our behavior is controlled by our subconscious mind. So the more you can engage with this vision, the more you will be guided. So you know, there is data about, about how, when you are focused on something that that's what you get more of, right? So there's something called the reticular activator, which I will put a link if you want to learn more about that in the show notes. So I'm going to read a quote from one of the the links that I'm going to put in the show notes. And it says the primary function of RAS, which is the reticular activator system is to alert the higher brain centers when important messages are received and to filter incoming messages. The eye sends messages to the brain through the optic nerve. These messages carry the content into the brain. Okay, so that means that what you see is the messages are sent to the brain and the reticular activator system is meant to filter those messages. So that's how one of the ways that the vision board works, right? Is because now you're filtering what you're receiving from the outside world through the lens of your vision. Okay. And so when you're out there looking for things, you're going to notice things that are in alignment with your vision. So that's a practical way that you can engage with the vision. 
The next step, if you are wanting and willing and at that point, is to set actual tangible goals, action steps, whatever you want to call them, related to your board. So you can, or your vision, and you can put this on your visual representation. You can uh, brainstorm what it's going to, what are the things that you're willing to do, right? And so the idea is that you also take steps. You don't just create a vision and you're like, okay, this is all just going to come to me, right? The idea is now you're, you have a clear vision of what you want in your life, why you want it and how you want to feel. And now you're going to take the action. And so how are you going to take it action? And this is where you take that into practical, actionable steps. So, and really action steps that are in alignment. I want you to stay as much away from what you think you should be doing, what you're, what you've been programmed to think that you're supposed to do, what your family of origin has told you is making you worthy. So I will tell you this, I do provide these sessions with people. So, you know, if you want to create a vision board, I have a course in my website, you know, I'll have a link in the show notes. But really what I want to talk about is these sessions that I have with people where we take their vision and then we work on the practical, the breaking down the action steps. And I help them with visualizations. It's it's a VIP session. So it's a period of time that we spend together. And part of that is a pre prep work and the after work too, the follow up. So if you're interested in, in that, we can, I am providing free consultations for VIP sessions. There'll be a link in the show notes for that. We'll just get, we'll just hop on the phone. We'll talk about what you're looking for, see if it's a good fit. And we can talk about what it would look like that I would love to talk to with some of you if you're ready to work on that. And you know, if you, if you don't even know what your vision is and you need help with that, we can work on that in the session too. Not in the consultation in the actual VIP session. 20 minutes is not nearly enough to be able to uncover your, your vision. Okay. Whatever you choose, I am going to urge you to choose consciously, choose your vision consciously, work with what's happening in your life. Numbing or hiding will not make it better. Move forward because this is the thing. You can consciously choose your vision in the ways that I've described, or maybe you have a different way, or you can unconsciously choose your vision. So if you decide not to do anything, not to work with it, not to be clear, you are choosing by your past. Your subconscious is programmed by your past. You're going to continue to repeat the same behaviors if you choose to be unconscious. And, you know, you've heard this idea that you end a relationship with someone and then you date someone that seems completely different, but they're just a different version of that person. Okay. Then you haven't really learned from it. You haven't really grown. You haven't engaged with it. And so then you still haven't learned the lessons. So until you're ready to learn the lessons, unless you're willing to do that, willing to engage with things, willing to make changes, willing to be conscious you will repeat the same patterns. That's also a choice. And I would love for you as an HSP or an empath to be clear, to consciously choose your vision and go out into the world and shine your light. We are much needed right now. The wisdom that we can provide the world is so vital. And I'm going to urge you, if you've been hiding, it's time to come out of hiding. 
It's time. It's time for you to come. It's time for you to, to come into the world, to share your gifts. And even if it starts small, right, with just the people around you. Okay, you remember you were designed this way on purpose, and I don't believe there are any accidents. Okay, so stay focused, stay grounded, lean into your intuition, your uniqueness to live your purposeful life. And remember, if you want to contact me for that VIP session or anything else, I will have a link in the show notes. And until next time, this is Kavita with the Enlightened Heart Podcast. Take good care. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we focus on issues that are relevant to support highly sensitive people and empaths to thrive in this world instead of just surviving. I created this podcast to support people like you and me. So if you are called, please take a moment to write a review because you are truly appreciated as a listener and I would love to be able to share this knowledge with others. Your review is like an invitation for others to join you. Until next time, take good care. Bye.